Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Toby Gribben Show Podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Toby Gribben Show podcast. Don't forget you can listen to the full show live at shoutradio.org.uk and all of the clips right here on the podcast. Anyway, enjoy the interview. Acast recommends podcasts we love. With over five and a half million downloads to date, if you're looking for a podcast that helps you better understand and manage your anxiety day to day, look no further than Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Caroline Foran. Now in its ninth season, my latest episodes cover topics such as boundaries, anxiety in the workplace, and something that's been a big issue for me, the fear of having a setback. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Blind Boy podcast, Ready to Be Real with Sheila Shoiger, and the one you're listening to right now. Nat Bickle is an energetic storyteller who aims to move people with her words. In her Christmas book, The Christmas Clue, Santa doesn't simply show up and drop off the presents and leave. He leaves clues, hiding them under couches, in cookie jars, outside in the snow, and even in the bathtub. And Nat is here with us. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Toby. So what actually inspired this book? So my dad actually created a scavenger hunt on Christmas morning for my brother and I. So growing up, this started very young for me. I was probably six years old and my brother and I would open all of our gifts and then there'd be an envelope on the tree for each of us with one clue inside to start the hunt. And do you think that it makes the story more powerful because it's based on your own life? It definitely is for me. And I think a lot of passion went into it because of that. Um, The Christmas clue started out as just kind of a fun project for me in a way to honor my dad and his tradition. And I didn't realize that I would even be able to get it published and go on this whole writing journey. So, so yeah, I think it's more powerful because of that. And at what point did you realize that that was a tradition that's unique to your family? Because maybe a lot of people would have thought that's what everybody does. (laughs) 
Yeah. So when I was in high school, I would tell my friends about this and they were like, you do what on Christmas morning? <laughs> you run all over the house, like <laughs> yeah. looking, looking everywhere for clues. Um, so I found that it was a pretty unique idea, but since writing it and sharing it, a lot more people have come to me and, and told me, Hey, my family does something similar. And this book means a lot to me because it's what my family does. So it's been interesting to find more and more people who, who practice it. It's interesting because we all have our own Christmas traditions, don't we? I mean, when I was growing up, my mum did this thing where the elves would come the night before and give us pyjamas, which is the <laughs> weirdest thing that you could ever come up with. But when you're a child, you think, well, that happens to everyone. Right. Always happened when we were in the bath as well, for some reason. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. But it's a tradition and everybody has their own. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I think traditions are kind of something that feel like home to each of us and feel very nostalgic and special. So that's probably something that goes into that too. If we think, well, everyone must do this because it's this yeah. very special, very impactful thing that we do each year. So yeah, I love traditions because of that. You mentioned that you found a lot of people have kind of done your tradition as well. I've yet to find people that have done mine, but I think it's quite <laughs> common that we all share traditions. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it is common. And, and I think they're all different and new, new, sorry, unique yeah. in their own way. Um, but I think that we can relate to each other and find those points of connection through similar traditions, even if there's little tweaks to them. So had you always wanted to write a Christmas book? So I am a writer. I have a background in journalism. I've written a novel and I was just kind of ready for my next writing project. And we had just celebrated Christmas. Christmas and I was mm. thinking about the scavenger hunt and it just kind of came to me of that would be a really cool children's Christmas book. So I just kind of dove in went through all my dad's old clues and picked out my favorites through the years and ones that I thought other kids could relate to. And then he also rhymes a lot. So I tried to write yeah. the book in a very rhyming structure, the story part as well, to match that. So you still kept all the clues after all these years? <laughs> yes, I have a box of envelopes full of them. So wow. I also had a digital copy, thank goodness, to help me go <laughs> through them. <laughs> Would it be fair to say that your dad, in effect, co-wrote the book when you used all the clues? Yes, he kind of did in a way. Because he, yeah, they're all his clues. I did have to generalize them, some of them, um, because he would personalize them for whatever my brother and I were into at the time, whether it was Pokemon cards or Lizzie McGuire. Um, but yeah, so yeah, in a way he did co-write the book. Yeah. And how did you manage to kind of unpersonalize them? I mean, was it a clue that would still work if you just replaced a reference to something with another word or were they kind of dependent on that thing? So a lot of those I didn't use. And then the ones that I did generalize, I would, I would be able to take out maybe a couple lines. So my dad likes to write a lot in these clues. Um, <laughs> so a lot of them are pretty lengthy. So I, it was able, I was able to just pull out a few lines and then it would still rhyme and work. Yeah. And do you think that as a result of reading this book, a lot of children and their families will start picking up this tradition? I hope so. I've received um, a few comments from families of, oh, we want to start this. We want to try this. It sounds so fun. So maybe they'll start with some of my clues or, or sorry, my dad's clues. Um, <laughs> 
and kind of go off of those and write their own. But yeah, I do think a few families will try it out in the coming years. And it's interesting because this is like one type of clue, whereas Santa leaves clues of the fact that he's been. Like you'll have a bite of the mince pie or <laughs> a drink of the milk and the reindeer will have a bite of the carrot somehow. I don't know how it got in the house, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's so cute. I love that. Do you have like any other traditions that you think you could write a book about? I don't know about writing another book about it, but I do celebrate many, many traditions. I'm sure I could flesh out a whole book on each one, but one in particular that I love is on Christmas Eve, my family and I go to a midnight church service and it is just so fun. We always end it with singing Silent Night and everyone has their phone flashlight out and the room is dark and it just feels like we're outside surrounded by stars and it just brings us back to the true meaning of Christmas and just a slowness and beauty in that moment. But you got to get home quickly after that because (laughs) you need to be tucked up in bed otherwise you're not getting any presents. Right, yes, we do have to rush home after that before (laughs) Santa comes. And there's some great illustrations in the book, aren't there? Yes. Abira Doss, she's my illustrator. She is amazing. Um, I gave her my ideas and she just fleshed them out in a way that I never could have done. Um, I had tried to make a little sketch of the cover of what I thought it should look like. And hers was just amazing. Like my breath was taken away when I saw the rough drafts without color even. Um, In recent days, temperatures have begun to drop and the weather has become noticeably colder. With the prospect of continuing high energy costs, the days and months ahead will remain challenging for many. It's vitally important we all stay warm and well through these colder periods. Support is available for those who need it, and government has put in place a range of measures to lessen the financial impact on families, households and businesses across the country. Be sure to make yourself aware of the support, information and advice available to you through a loan, MABS and the Commission for Regulation of Utilities. For more information, visit gov.ie forward slash reduce your use. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Acast recommends... Podcasts we love. With over five and a half million downloads to date, if you're looking for a podcast that helps you better understand and manage your anxiety day to day, look no further than Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Caroline Foran. Now in its ninth season, my latest episodes cover topics such as boundaries, anxiety in the workplace, and something that's been a big issue for me, the fear of having a setback. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Blind Boy podcast, Ready to Be Real with Sheila Shoiga, and the one you're listening to right now. And then, yeah, she's actually going to be an illustrator for my my next children's book. So I'm Ooh. excited to keep working with her. Yeah, sounds exciting. And illustrations are the most important part of a children's book, probably. So right. did you have any pressure? I definitely had an idea in my mind of how I wanted it to look. I just wanted it to feel so magical. And of course, I had memories from my own childhood. So that was kind of in my brain. But then she took that and just made it so much cuter than like my 
my pictures that I have from the past. Um, but yeah, no, I did feel a little bit of pressure of, I really want these illustrations to tell the story in a way where the words can't fully capture it. And when would you say the ideal time to read the book is? Is it Christmas Eve? Is it before Christmas? Is it after Christmas? I think Christmas Eve is a great time to read it because yeah. Santa's about to come and it yeah. just gets kids excited of, oh my gosh, these kids are about to have an amazing Christmas morning scavenger hunt. Um, but really you can read it anytime in December leading up to Christmas. And would it make a good stocking filler despite the fact that Christmas Eve has already passed in the morning? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think you could even read it on Christmas Day for fun um, as just a time, a way to kill time if you have, you know, a little bit of space in between your different family visits. It's a very fun, quick read, takes maybe about 10 minutes and it's just full of rhymes and it really reignites that sense of childlike wonder whenever you read it. Yeah, there is something about having a book about Christmas where maybe turning into a world now where absolutely nothing wrong with this but we have our favourite Christmas movies that we'll watch every year whereas we probably don't say that about books do we? Not as often I would say I mean I remember when I was younger I did have a box of kids books that my mom would pull out each year and she'd either read them to me or as I got older I'd look through them myself but definitely as I've gotten older it's more movies for me. What are your favourite Christmas books then? I love The Night Before Christmas of course um, we had a pop-up version so that was always Ooh. really fun. <laughs> and then um, I had this seek and find book. It was huge. And there'd be a different seek and find on each page. So wow. for example, there would be like a where's Waldo, but it'd be where's Santa. <laughs> and you've got to find Santa and all these images. Um, and I think that book was also probably, you know, a part of this whole writing process because I just loved that. I just loved seek and find. And that's kind of what these clues are. Yeah. Um, and then I also really loved the book Carl's Christmas. I think there's a whole series of Carl's books, but it's by Alexandra Day. And it's this book about this giant dog and this baby and the parents leave to go buy presents for Christmas. And so the dog is left to take care of the baby. And there are actually no words in the book. It's just illustrations. So wow. as a kid, I just remember kind of getting to make up my own story <laughs> with the pictures. I think that's super cool and just great for kids to use that imagination. Yeah. And this seek and find book you had is interesting because you say it is kind of like seeking and finding the book that you've written but I guess it's a different kind of seek and find do you think you still drew inspiration from it though? I think I did yeah because I just remember having so much fun with that book and whenever I started um, telling my family that I'd written this book and then going back and looking at my childhood books I was like wow I do think that some of the inspiration came from this and just loving how I could just turn those pages and be instantly in the Christmas spirit. And your favourite Christmas movies as well. What are they? Okay, so my number one Christmas movie is Elf with Will Ooh. Ferrell. Love that movie. It just oh, it just screams Christmas joy and I feel like I am him most of the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I also love The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah. And Home Alone. Those are probably mm. my top three. Yeah, these are classics. I think mm -hmm. number one and three, they're probably very good films. But to me, I would never choose to watch them because they were <laughs> always the films that they would put on at like the last week of school before Christmas. And every teacher brought out the same two DVDs. So you'd be <laughs> like... 
I've got maths in the morning and we're halfway through Elf. Then I've got physics in the afternoon and we're going to watch Elf. So you'd be oh watching the same movie at completely different points and you'd just be sick of it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely need some space in between there. <laughs> yes. And seeing as we're on the topic of favourites, your favourite Christmas tune? Because if you ask a British person and an American and really any other country, their answers will be completely different. Mm. My favorite Christmas song is probably Sleigh Ride. Mm. I have many different versions of it that I love, but I grew up on Amy Grant. So that version is really fun. It's interesting because there is a big Amy Grant Christmas album. Oh, yes. (laughs) I think in this country, we just know her for the song Baby Baby. And that's it. (laughs) I love that. And what else is coming up for you? Have you got more Christmas books planned or just more books in general? I have more books in general. So next year I'm going to be pitching my novel to a couple different publishers. Mm. Um, And then I also have another children's book that I've written. I'm working on getting it illustrated with my illustrator, Abira Doss. And I hope to start pitching that to publishers as well. So more books coming. And what are you up to for Christmas as well? Anything exciting? Yeah. So my brother is coming into town and it's been a while since we've been able to spend Christmas with him. So I'm excited for him to be here with his wife and their baby. She's so cute, my niece. Um, But other than that, you know, it's been a really kind of chaotic year. I think time just moves so differently since the pandemic. And so it has just flown by. So I'm hoping for a slower Christmas, just really time to sit in those sweet, special moments with family this year. She's maybe not reached the age where you can have opinions yet. But what does your niece think of your book? Oh, she loves it. I know she loves it. Um, It was funny. She was here for Thanksgiving and she has a whole basket of books and she'll just grab one and then sit in your lap and have you read it to her. So she is so cute. And Christmas is going to be great this year because it's the first year really where people have got their Christmas back to normal. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it'll be great. Well, where are we able to find your book, The Christmas Clue? Yeah, so it's available pretty much anywhere online where books are sold. So Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. Um, Amazon is usually easiest. And then um, if anyone wants to follow along with me, I'm on all social media at Natmosphere and that's spelled N-A-T-M-O-S-F-E-A-R. Ah, see what you did there. <laughs> Very thanks for talking to us today and have a smashing Christmas. Thanks, Toby. You too. In recent days, temperatures have begun to drop and the weather has become noticeably colder. With the prospect of continuing high energy costs, the days and months ahead will remain challenging for many. It's vitally important we all stay warm and well through these colder periods. Support is available for those who need it, and government has put in place a range of measures to lessen the financial impact on families, households and businesses across the country. Be sure to make yourself aware of the support, information and advice available to you through a loan, MABS and the Commission for Regulation of Utilities. For more information, visit gov.ie forward slash reduce your use. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Hey there, listener. Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze of friends, have an urge to share your passion with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. 
launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to acast.com to get started for free. The Throbbing Post of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.